Hey, Bliss Bam, welcome to another episode of the Bliss for Singles podcast. I want to share with you some myths about singles, aka us, and what I personally don't like about them. I'm going to go through each one of these myths with you guys and see which one of them, or maybe all of them, are still relevant today. All right, without further ado, let's get into this article. It's 2017 and we're still facing several of the same stigmas and tactics from the enemy to keep singles repressed and in a state of despair. Let us take a look at these five myths about singles and discuss why they're not true. So the first myth is you are incomplete because you are single. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that one. Uh -uh. We're not falling for that trick. Our culture has been fed the myth for decades that one is incomplete without a mate. So you're just out here functioning throughout life at 50% and you can't go any higher than that because you're bayless? In my honest opinion, I believe this is a myth and an awful one because wholeness can absolutely be achieved without someone else. For believers, if you if you know this already, you are already complete and whole in Jesus Christ, according to Colossians 2, 9 and 10. So looking to people to complete you is going to leave you broken and unfulfilled. People can't make you whole and complete you like God can, period. Whole people will attract whole mates. So if you desire to be married one day, Seek God, be healed, and walk in your wholeness first, and be patient for when you are able to recognize a mate who is doing the same to court them for marriage. Now, in my 2023 eyes, I can definitely see this is, uh, this is definitely true. I think a lot more people are coming to an awakening that they don't need another person to complete them, quote unquote. That whole soulmates thing, even the talks about the one, in Christian circles has been debunked for a while. So we are coming to a place where we're opening our eyes and seeing like, maybe there's some work we have to do within if we feel like we're incomplete as a single person or as an individual, just trying to navigate life, looking for that person to complete us. But like I said in this article, it's God, it's Jesus who completes us. So we have to make sure that we are firmly founded in him first before we try to find anybody else to do life with. And hopefully they have the same motive and are in the same place in their wholeness, like being aware of it, walking it out, um, not being secure, not being insecure about where they are in their faith or where they are in their emotions. Yeah, that's another topic all in itself. But we're going to get into the next myth, which is all single women want is to get married and long for a family. This is definitely a myth. Not every single woman wants to be married. It's insensitive to think that that's what we want and all we have to look forward to in life. Marriage and parenthood are amazing. Challenging life assignments and gifts, yes, but when's the last time someone had asked a single woman or man how their business is doing? How are they pursuing their purpose? What impact are they doing in their community? No one asks these questions to singles. I talk with other women of God, single and married, about this subject in my book, Journey to 30. And you can find that book now available on Amazon. These are important life assignments too. But perhaps by habit, we find ourselves in the same conversations about relationships. Maybe this is not that person's time to enter a romantic relationship. 
So let's change the subject to other important things that the single may have going on in their life, which leads to my next myth. But before I get into that next one, I want to address this with the 2023 mindset. Yes, this is very true. All women who are single, um, <laughs> not all of them want the same things, okay? Not all singles are the same. And I think that's one of the issues that the church may have when it comes to singles ministry is that there's so many different types of singles. Like how do they get to be single? Why are they single now? And do they want to be single in the future? These have so many different, you know, niches or niches within the singleness demographic that the church doesn't truly have capacity to reach to each and every one of them. You have singles who are single because they're widowed, singles who are single because they're unmarried and young or they're unmarried and older. And there's a certain specific need that they have. There's people who are single because they are divorced. You know, so there's a number of um, different needs within that realm of singleness that the church could meet, but it's going to take more effort besides than just assuming that all single people in the church is um, thirsty for marriage and wanting a relationship. Maybe not. Maybe your church or someone else's church has a lot more singles who feel like they're called to celibacy in singleness and they, they're totally fine with not being married. So that's the issue. <laughs> so that's the issue that the church has to take on. But there's uh, plenty of resources, organizations, ministries outside of, you know, your local church that could possibly serve your needs if you have a um, if you have a specific need in your single season. Whether you are single in dating, single in healing, single in waiting, single in courting, single in engaged, and all the rest that comes with it. All right, let's get into our next myth that singles face in 2017. This myth is singles live hidden lives, are antisocial, and are boring. Boring to me has two different avenues. There's one avenue in which the person in question is boring because they don't do anything to meet new people or fellowship with like-minded people. Then there are those who are boring regarding their personality. They may be relying on one area of their life instead of tapping into their interests and becoming more well-rounded. Both of these things can be worked on for sure, but boring is not a term that, that applies to all and only singles. Some of us are misunderstood introverts and enjoy our quiet time on our own. Some places don't have as many options for singles, let alone save singles, to be great without compromising who they are. This is one reason why I share posts of other people's events and what they're doing on our Instagram page, which you can follow on Bliss for Singles. There's a great big world out there that many singles are enjoying. We are active, we are social, and we are living life, especially in this post-COVID, well, sort of post-COVID-ish era. Even in 2023, I'm still seeing memes, reels, TikTok videos, all kind of jokes made about single women, not going outside, and um, they stay in their house all day expecting to meet a husband. It's been six years. We are still running into the same joke. I'm like, y'all, it's tired. Leave us alone. <laughs> if it's not our season to go out and date, it's not our season to go out and date. Um, if you're not feeling led to go outside and do something different, then that's okay. Stay home. And like I said, in my me date episode, I want to suggest that if you are getting reacclimated into the social scene, like you're feeling a little social anxiety post-COVID and everything like that, um, just get 
into practicing going out by like going on me dates and spending time with yourself outside of your home because your comfort zone is your home. And in order to get out of your comfort zone, you got to do different things. So sign up for different events, you know, catch up with people you've been meaning to catch up with. Um, not going a huge group all the time, maybe one-on-ones with friends or family members, and then, you know, build on those relationships, build on those social skills, because those will come in handy when you start dating again. Our next myth is if you are a single woman, you want every man that is married. This one gets on my nerves because I respect marriage and married people. I got the side eye from wives before for simply greeting their spouse. Trust me, I don't want your man. I wrote about this issue before that some women do not know any better. There are those stories about single women who want to break up a relationship under the lie they believe that someone else's husband was theirs. Or God said that someone married was their husband. Just wow. But if you're single and secure in who you are, you know that what God has for you is for you. And no need to seek out the married church leaders or married brothers after Bible study or in their DMs. It's a shame to see the enemy try to draw lines between married and single women. Single and married women should be working together to support one another as firstly sisters in Christ. We need each other because our relationship status can change, unlike who we are at our core. I have single, married, and divorced friends. We all have things to learn from each other, no matter what our age or relationship status. So yes, this myth is out there still and it's relevant to 2023 standards. Unfortunately, some people are okay with sharing their man or sharing their person with somebody else or just doing things that are out of God's order. You do not want to be out of God's order. You really want to do things the right way because there's honor in that. There's, uh, there's a certain level of respect that comes with that. There's a certain level of clarity in your mind and your spirit that you have with that. You don't have to walk around with conviction or your head in shame or you waiting for the, the next the next shoe to drop because you got you made sure that that person with you is single and available. That's very important. All right, y'all. We made it to the last myth that singles face in 2017. This one is singles are sexually frustrated. Now, why y'all always have to go there? Sexual frustration sounds like we singles are repressed, prudish, and resentful towards God because we are saved and have to follow this rule to live sexually pure. We're angry and frustrated at the married people because they can have it whenever they want, and we can't or else we'll be judged. Many singles are actually overcoming any sexual sin they have experienced before and are deciding to live pure before God. I've seen many testimonies of people who are in their single season and are thankful for the wait because they're waiting without frustration, but relief. The key to understanding whatever sexual frustration a single is going through is to find the root of that problem and sever it there because that frustration's core issue can enter your marriage too. Quote unquote frustrations can also lead to secret sins that keep someone from living pure and being a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, as Romans 12, 1 and 2 suggest. We have a choice to wait or not, but if we desire God over our personal desires, it's worth the surrender of our temporary desires. 
We all need a healthy and godly understanding of sexuality and expression. And that's another post for another day. Fam, this myth is so important to discuss because, again, we're facing that in this day in 2023. I've come to learn over the years and unlearn some things about sexuality that are necessary for Christian singles to understand. One of them is to understand that we are sexual beings and also to relearn that sex is a gift from God that we all can have. It is, though, created for the context of marriage. It is created within the purpose of marriage. So when we take things out of God's context, we, have, we are running the risk of abusing that and that can do us harm. So when we're out of God's order, again, we can run the risk of hurting and hurting ourselves and pretty much setting ourselves down the wrong path. And unfortunately, some people aren't willing to wait. And I, I really pray that we get an understanding of the different levels to this, right? There's a level of the, the, the physical part, like our hormones and our sexual chemistry, that desire for sex, like that physical attraction piece that we cannot deny because that's how God wired us. We have to be more like diligent and more self-disciplined about those things in the natural. Because it's you can't deny like if you have attraction to someone sexually, but just because you have that attraction doesn't mean you have to act on it, right? So we as believers, especially those who are single, those who want to do the wait, it's still a choice, but those who want to do the wait, we are encouraged to wait, but we're also encouraged to cultivate self-discipline so we can manage and steward our sexuality well. And then there's also the piece where there's people just kind of, you know, giving up and they're just doing whatever they want to do. But if you listening to this podcast have a personal conviction about having sex before marriage and you feel like that's not for you, even though you're tempted just wait, please just wait and see God about it. Learn about sexuality without getting tempted to go there. You know, um, you want to get to a place where you understand God's purpose for sex and unlearn anything that was taught from toxic purity culture or church culture that had nothing to do with what God said in his word. People twist stuff all the time, even though they may be well-meaning, but it's still not in alignment with God's truth. So we all have to do our due diligence and seek the truth for ourselves in his word and ask for that wisdom, understanding, and knowledge about these things. So that's another topic for another day, but I just wanted to you know, confirm that yes, it is a myth that singles are sexually frustrated in 2023. Um, a lot of us are taking our power back and are feeling empowered by saying, no, we are going to wait to have sex till marriage. And that's a beautiful thing. Abstinence can be power if you let it. If you have the right mindset and you go into it, each and every situation you run into that, yeah, I'm worth the wait. The person I'm with is worth the wait. And prayerfully, you all respect each other and you move forward. If you make a mistake, you repent and get back up again. God already knows greater grace, but let's not abuse his grace. Amen. All right. This was a longer episode than I intended it to be. But listen, we had a lot of 
you know, discuss and talk about with these five myths that singles face in their single season. So in 2023, I could say that all these myths are still floating around. But if you know, if you know you what you know, <laughs> and you have evolved in your mindset over the last six years, please share this with a friend. Share that these myths don't apply to you anymore. These are not what you used to think anymore. You are thinking with a renewed mind in Christ Jesus and you're getting your life back. So um, I pray that this was a blessing to you and that if you have any feedback for me, if you have any other singles myths that you want to share, um, connect with us on Instagram at Bliss for Singles. And if you have any questions for me, you can send me an email at bliss4singles at gmail.com. Until next time, have a great weekend, Bliss fam. Love you and take care.